This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Don't grab the bull by the horn. You know the old expression, right? Yeah, grab the take control, you know, grab the bull by the horns. No, don't grab the bull by the horns. I've never heard that one. Well, a New Hampshire man wishes he had. <laughs> oh, no. These sayings aren't meant to be taken literally. <laughs> Some bulls escaped, and uh, the police showed up, and everyone was was calmly herding these bulls back into um, the corral or or the property where they lived. And the owner of the bulls got a little a little overly involved in the situation. He decided to literally grab one of the bulls by the horns and made things way worse. The owner was in the back of a pickup truck tapping on the bucket and they just slowly brought the truck down the road. Third party inserted himself into the uh, situation and he was told to stay back and he took hold of one of the bull's horns and he ended up being gored. Multiple people within five feet of the two bulls appeared to get ready to attack again and our officers dispatched the bulls. To have that happen, it was, it was very sad. Uh, it's not what any of us wanted. I know the owner's devastated about it. Yeah, I bet he is. He got gored by a bull. Oh, that's a terrible word, gored. Why? It's not, something you never want ha- to happen to anybody. It's just like a disgusting <laughs> visual. Gored. And I, we don't know where he got gored. There are some places on the body I'm sure that would be would be more sensitive to a goring than others. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get gored downy down below. <laughs> Is that what they call it? That's what they call it, getting gored downy. I got gored downy. R.I.P. I don't want to put, use his name for that, oh, right. but nobody... Like, Show that? some respect. I we know. just played the tragically hip gym. You know that one video, though. I don't know where it is. South America somewhere where the guy tries to get out of the 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 stadium ring where the, where the bull is running around and it goes right up where the sun don't oh, shine. Oh, backside, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's the most disturbing video I've ever seen in my life. Would that not be better though? Because there's already a hole there. Instead of clean entrance and exit. Instead of ma- the bull <laughs> making a new one, would it not yeah. be better? I don't think the horn just went in and said, "Hey, how are you?" and came back. I think it did some. I think that's worse. I think it did some serious damage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sure, it might might make things a little bit bigger down there, but. There was already a hole. I, I guess it could be worse. Uh, we got a call. Hey, Taz and Jim. Have you ever thought about running with the bulls in Spain? No. <laughs> Have you? Oh, I'm begging my wife to let me do it, but she works for a life insurance company. She says my life insurance is done if I they don't honor it. Yeah, it's a, you, you got to get a special policy for that one? Yeah, I don't know you must, but she says if, if it's something like it's like falls in the realm of skydiving. Why do they call it running with the bulls? Is it, should it not be called running from the bulls? <laughs> Only the smart people run from them. The dumb people run with them. <laughs> I right. thought it really. I really thought it through because you have to. There's a bell that goes, and then you start running. But you can start the run anywhere on the run. So if you start halfway, when you hear the bell go, you can say you did it. But there's really not many bulls. But I want, like, a GoPro on my head, and I want the picture of, like, a bull right at my rear end, just, like, ready to gore me, and I'm, like, running away from it. Oh, so you, you want to get gored downied. I don't want to get gored down. I just want to get almost gored downied, just for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, you're really playing with fire when you're trying to get almost gored by a ball. I think it would be a pretty cool picture, though. Send us a copy when it happens. I will. Yeah, not a chance. Jim, would you run with the bulls? Uh, nah, I don't think so. What kind of hobby is that? Oh, what are you into? I, I like uh, doing jigsaw puzzles, playing video games, uh, running for my life, uh, <laughs> cycling. Well, can't you just do marathons? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have to be running for my life to enjoy it. <laughs> it's got to be a serial killer, a bull, a train, something that can really hurt me. Jim, I've got some, uh, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I got some news for you. Okay. I think we're going to have to start eating crickets, you and I. Oh, no. That's bad news. Is it? Are you not a, uh, how do you know? It's not your favorite food you just haven't tried yet. Um, uh, every once in a while we get, like, chocolate-covered crickets or something sent to the station, you know, to try as a novelty or something. I've never had the guts to try it. Uh-huh. So you may be right. Maybe it is good. Well, it's a big uh, big thing. The future of protein could be eating crickets and our friends in London, Ontario getting a cricket processing facility that is going to bring 60 jobs to the city. So, if you got you want to support the uh, the economy in London, you got to hmm. Start eating those crickets. Crunch, crunch, Jim. <laughs> Support the local vice. Yeah. Aspire Food Group, an edible insect company, says construction on a 12-acre parcel of land near Veterans Memorial Parkway in the 401 is going to begin next month. It should be completed by the end of next year. They're going to be hiring 60 people, and this will be the largest cricket processing facility in the world. Really? Even where they commonly eat crickets? That's crazy. They're using them in dog food. I don't know. Is there another name for crickets? Something more appetizing? Something that they put on labels and we're just not aware we're eating crickets? Oh, I guarantee there's all sorts of like beetles that are crushed up and put in candy. So... (laughs) I hope they should set this right up next to a, a comedy club. <laughs> <That'd be the laughs> greatest. <laughs> and next to the stage, Jim Kelly. Oh, used to that. Because <laughs> yeah, they use it for all sorts of stuff, right? Like we got it. We got it. When this place opens, we got to try crickets. We got to get them in the in the studio if they're allowed in the studio by yeah. then. Or they got to send us over a, a bowl full and we'll we'll give it a try. I'm a little concerned with all my food allergies that I might be allergic to crickets. Yeah, you know, I just don't, you know, if they don't look like crickets, I'm going to like it a lot more. I don't even really like going to pig roast that much. Actually, I do and I'll eat it, but I hate looking at the pig. You, you know like the I mean? bacon, you like the ham. Yeah, yeah. You like the pork loins, but you don't like seeing where it comes from. I'm a little creeped out. Like, I'm kind of creeped out by lobsters, too, in a, in a way, where you like it looks exactly like what it was. Mm-hmm. And it screams when you cook it? I hate that. <laughs> Is that what happens when you boil crickets? Help me! <laughs> I thought you loved me, Pinocchio. Listen, man, we gotta be pro-cricket now. Let's not say anything negative about crickets. <laughs> One, we've never tried them. They could be delicious. Hey, I'm not... Yeah, I will absolutely eat them, fresh off the line, whatever. And two, it's COVID times, it's good news, there's new jobs coming to the area. That's for sure. If uh, you are going to enjoy junk food today, make sure you are, are careful when you're eating it. 
This story's crazy. Norfolk County OPP say a driver was uh, almost in big trouble, almost seriously injured, but he walked away with no injuries after choking on a bite of junk food and losing control of his vehicle. He purchased some food, got back in his car, started driving on Highway 3, and then he started choking and went unconscious behind the wheel. Wow. Crossed over into the westbound lane from the eastbound lane, narrowly missed another vehicle, hit a hydro pole, rolled over into a chain-link fence. He then exited the vehicle... And didn't suffer any serious injuries. So maybe he, when he crashed, the seatbelt gave him the Heimlich. Yeah, something dislodged the food, and he came to. How quickly did he pass out? Because if I start choking, I'm putting on the four ways. I know it probably happened real quick. But. Yeah, it's a panic situation, yeah. I think. I, my, my aunt choked on something. She's a teacher. This is a crazy story, actually. She's a teacher. And that day... She was teaching in her class about the Heimlich maneuver <laughs> that day. And then she was in her office. She had a couple students in the office with her, and she was eating uh, her lunch. Something got caught in her throat, and she, like, made the motion to these students who just earlier that day had learned about the Heimlich maneuver. They did nothing. No. <laughs> they, they probably thought react. it was a test. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do anything. They just sat there and watched her until she went unconscious she was standing up when she passed out, fell sideways, hit her head off a filing cabinet, and that dislodged whatever was in her throat. <laughs> they should be teaching that in school. Yeah. How old were the kids? Teenagers. She's a high <laughs> school teacher. Yeah. They just they just watched. She's like doing the sign, the international like pointing to her throat, holding huh. her throat. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's scary, man. Yeah. But but listen. When you're in a situation, an emergency situation, some people don't react well. They maybe thought she was playing a fun game of charades. <laughs> well, remember when we were at that event and that old lady fell down on the dance floor, the drunk old lady? Oh, and yeah. And blood started coming out of her head and you oh and I Oh my god. And you yeah. and I just stood there and stared at her like, "Uh, what do we do?" And my wife who ran in and and uh Sherry who we were working with at the time, they just sprung into action and started like saving this woman. Now they had had 10 beers less than us. So, <laughs> so maybe maybe that was why. Yeah. But and, that, and that 20 is... 20 beers less than that lady. <laughs> But yeah, you do always think you'll you'll be the hero in that moment. Right. Yeah. And we just stood there. We saw the blood and we're like, what do I do? Oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. Yeah. Well, if you're eating fast food in your vehicle or junk food for National Junk Food Day today, just make sure you chew everything very, very well before you swallow. Uh, I'm a little worried about our our son, Grayson, Jim. You sound like he's our son. Yeah, not our son. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. wife and, and my son. My wonderful wife, Uliana, and I had a son. His name's Grayson. He's three and a half years old. And I feel like he's wise beyond his years. And I think he, he he's going to be a handful. <laughs> so the other night, it was dinner time. And he's watching cartoons on his iPad, which he loves to do. I say, buddy, put that thing down. Come sit at the table. It's time for dinner. I don't want dinner. I'm watching cartoons. I'm like, bud, you put that thing down right now and you get over to the table. One, two, three, 
He puts the iPad down. He goes over to the table. He starts uh, playing with his food. He's not eating it. He's taking it off his plate. He's rolling it around. I'm like, buddy, eat your dinner. Stop playing with your food. <laughs> One, two, three. He stops. He stops playing with his food. But then he gets up from the table without asking to be excused, and he starts running around the, the island and, and going to play with his little sister in the high chair. And I, I'm getting frustrated at this point. I'm like, Grayson, you sit down right now. Go sit down. This is dinner time. Special time with the family. Sit down. One, two, three. And he goes and he sits down on the chair. And he looks at me and he says, hey. What's with you and all the yelling and the counting? <laughs> no. He did not. I swear. Hey, what's with you and all the yelling and the counting? Wow. Calm down, old man. Yeah, like, dude, relax. We're just trying to have some fun here. This is supposed to be special family time, and you're just yelling and counting? Counting and yelling and yelling and counting. <laughs> so how did you, did you laugh or did you get more oh. mad? Did I laugh? My wife and I couldn't look at each other because I was like, sh- we were convulsing. I was shaking. I was laughing so hard. And he had that look on his face like he had won. He's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got him. That's oh, all I need man. to do. And I'm not in trouble anymore. So you were trying to hold in the laugh or you just like let oh, it go? I was, tr- I was trying to hold it in, but it was impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a three-year-old turns to you when you're trying to be stern yeah, yeah. And, and, and punish him. Hey, what's with you and all the yelling and the counting? (laughs) That's hilarious. One, (laughs) two, three. Stop being so funny. This is your last (laughs) chance. In New York State, the rule is uh, set in place by the governor. If you're going to serve alcohol, you have to serve food with it. That's the rule for restaurants and and bars to be open Mm -hmm. in New York State. So a lot of bars and restaurants are coming out with dollar menus and serving some ridiculous food just to get around the rule, to kind of thumb their nose at the governor. And one of those places is Lafayette Brewing Company in Buffalo, New York. So I've got their menu in front of me here. This is their dollar menu. You can order house chips for a dollar, chips made in-house, a piece of meat, one piece of sliced charcuterie meat, chef's (laughs) choice, Chef's choice. You may substitute for a piece of cheese, also chef's choice. (laughs) Grapes. Just a few grapes. (laughs) Not sure of the color. (laughs) Also on the dollar menu, smallest piece of cheesecake in Buffalo. Literally the smallest piece of cheesecake you'll ever see. (laughs) Nine French fries. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine French fries. (laughs) One dollar. This is my favorite. You got to order food if you're going to order a drink in New York State. So the Lafayette Brewing Company is offering handful of croutons. <laughs> House-made croutons, a whole handful. That's like like what you eat in college when you haven't went uh, grocery shopping in a while. <laughs> handful of croutons and a slice of cheese. Here's another one, New York State, another restaurant. What's this? The Home Team Pub. Has got one small boneless wing, so you can order <laughs> one wing for a dollar. Some tater tots, 
a spoonful of rice pilaf, all a dollar. Just an excuse to, you know, be able to sit there and, and have your drink. There's no way they can't be charged still. They, they, like if that's what's on the menu, you think a bylaw officer could just walk in there and be a jerk and still find them. Okay, well, what about this one? The Hamburg Brewing Company um, in New York State. They've got uh, their regular food menu, so you can get pretzel sticks, Italian sausage, $9, uh, personal pizza, 9 bucks. That's a good price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at the bottom, it's, you can get a cracker for a penny. <laughs> that's a, no, you can get, that's 100 crackers for a buck. Yeah. That's not bad cracker one cent so if you order a beer and a cracker it's going to cost you one penny more than just a beer and you'll be able to drink it at the restaurant or the bar (laughs) in ontario you can go to a patio and order just a beer there's no regulation against that so i can understand these bar and restaurant owners i mean it's their livelihood right yeah being angry about that by the way i could go for a handful of croutons right now Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.